Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos comic book club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I answer, what am I reading this week? This week I've got Magic the Gathering, Chandra number one from IDW. The creative team is written by Vida Ayala, art by Harvey Tolibau, colors by Joanna Lafuente. I got the regular cover, art by Ken Lashley, and colors by Matt Herms. Now this is pretty interesting to me. Back in the 90s, I used to play Magic, Magic the Gathering, the collectible trading card game. It was very cool and I played it from around 1995 to 1999, and I stopped for a long time. I started again in 2017, right after Hour of Devastation, and I've been playing ever since. Back in the 90s, we had some comics about Magic the Gathering. I never actually read any of them or collected any of them, so I don't have any classic Magic comics from back in the day. I learned later that more recently, 2011 or so, IDW published a variety of Magic-related comics. I wasn't playing Magic at that point, so I didn't really know about them. But now that I'm playing Magic again, I had my eye out for some of these new... Uh, magic comics coming out. So I picked this one up, the first issue of a, uh, a reboot of Magic Comics. This one follows Chandra Nalar, the pyromancer, the red-aligned mage in the current Magic storyline. The comic is fun for those that know Magic as well as those that don't. We get shout-outs to various locations and concepts. There are Thalids attacking a village. Uh, good old fallen empires. A lotus petal is mentioned. Various planes that Chandra has visited before. Tarkir, Ixalan, Alara, Kaldheim. So the basic idea is if you don't know about magic or what a planeswalker is and such, she explains it early on in the story. There are multitudes of worlds all floating near each other, but separate and unique. It's impossible to travel between them. Except, of course, if you're a planeswalker. So Chandra's a planeswalker. She can control the elements of fire. And she can travel between these different planes where there are dragons or pirates or zombies and such. So you don't have to really know any of that to appreciate an action-packed story full of different locales and a tormented hero that answers the question, With all the power I've got at my fingertips, I could do anything. Why do I insist on rushing into danger and risking my life for little thanks and even less reward then? Her answer is, It's easy. If I don't, who will? So Chandra represents one of the many planeswalkers who are trying to do good in the multiverse, who use their powers for good and not evil. In this particular story, she meets up with another fellow planeswalker, Ajani Goldmane, a huge, mysterious, wise lion man, as he calls himself. They have a bit of a heart-to-heart -heart back on Chandra's home plane of Kaladesh, her mom, an important high-ranking figure in the community, worries about Chandra and her multiverse-spanning adventures, like any mother would. On the plane of Regatha, Chandra has a challenge that she may not be able to overcome. 
and then we see a familiar evil planeswalker appear on the final page. How exquisite. So story-wise, I think Ayala does a good job of setting things up in terms of here's what you can expect out of the book if you're new, and here's what you can get out of it if you're returning to magic. Setting up various basic concepts, lots of action. The main story is sandwiched between two big action pieces. And in good old comic book fashion, there's a cliffhanger beckoning you to return next month. I do have to say that the art is good on a technical level, but I feel the characters are way too off-model. And I think that's uh, going to be true of any sort of property, of any sort of comic based on a property. I constantly see the official artwork from these characters and concepts in the cards or the other official art from Wizards of the Coast, the company that publishes the game. And so when you have a different creative team working on a sort of longer narrative, I guess you're bound to have a different sort of style. I honestly didn't really like Ajani's style. He's a little too humanoid. He's supposed to be a mysterious wise lion man, but his face I think is too humanoid. It was pretty funny how he's trying to pour tea with huge hands and the cups and the teapot are tiny. Chandra's expressions are good. Her joy, her anger, the times with her mother. I think the expressions are good. And again, on a technical level, scenery and scenes and such are all very good. But I just, I guess because it's a little off model, the characters look a little different than I would expect. It kind of caught in my mind. There's an official story, a text story that is published by Wizards of the Coast, and this ties into it somehow. I haven't been up to date with the official story from the company just yet, and I don't think it's quite necessary to know it here because you get little fragments, little shards of that story throughout the comic. One of the most interesting pages, I believe, is when Chandra is using the full force of her fire and then various shards from the past intermingle with what's happening now in the melee. I've got this book on my pull list, so I'm going to check back to see where it goes. And I'm going to keep playing the game Magic the Gathering. So this week I read Chandra number one from IDW. And this has been the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. See you next week.